So we're uh, on Earth Tribe Radio this morning, and we have with us the beautiful Kim Vincent. And um, Kim is uh, a, a founder and, and co-director of an amazing um, Healing in America, which uh, shares and teaches us how to um, open ourselves up as a channel to help others in, in healing modalities. And I want to, we're going to ask Kim all about that. But first of all, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where you grew up and then how oh you got to be doing this? Oh my goodness, how long do we have? <laughs> well, it's helpful for people to know, you know, at that moment when you made the change from kind of whatever work you were doing mm. to going mm -hmm. to what you're doing, it's, I think it's also an inspirational moment. Mm, yeah, it certainly is, and I think we all hit those points. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was born in the States um, and then grew up a lot of my childhood in Portugal. Um, in a Which explains your village. British accent. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are both English. <laughs> and I spent some time in boarding school in England as well. Um, and um, I was about in my early 20s and I had two young children and um, I was searching for something to do. You know, I'd looked around, I'd done all sorts of jobs and nothing felt right. And I was a smoker at the time. And um, I thought, okay, I need to stop smoking. <laughs> and uh, so I found myself on a weekend workshop of self-hypnosis. And it was just like my heart opened and oh. I found my passion. Mm. Um, and I managed to talk my way into uh, or onto um, a hypnotherapy course that was only open to the medical profession. I was not medically trained at all, so I have no idea how I did that. Um, but it was the start for me. And within that hypnotherapy course, um, I found NLP. And for me, NLP, neurolinguistic programming, um, is just an incredible gift for helping people make changes. Mm. Um, and I think the other thing that's important to mention is my grandmother was a healer and a medium. And so from the age of about four, she really taught me how to put my hands on people. And, you know, um, she would channel different um, healers and different um, entities that would teach me about spirituality and things like that. So, you know, I was I was born into a family of, of that. Whereas... Don't you think that actually in England there's a little more openness to that than there is here? I think there is. Yeah. I think um, there's an openness to to more modalities so you know with um, healing in America both my husband and I um, worked for an organization in the UK which was the largest organization of we used to call it spiritual healing um, energy healers in the world um, and it was very integrated into the medical profession there mm -hmm. so you know when we got here it was hard to see that actually it's not it's more of a competition if you like um, on who can be who can be healthy and healed because um, I heard that in Russia as well it's also part of the medical yes. profession so. yes and it's a very different model of health I think when you have doctors referring patients to healers um, mm -hmm. working hand in hand it's working hand in hand, hand, hand yes yeah. I mean to be fair usually they'd recommend them when they didn't know what else to do mm -hmm. <laughs> but nonetheless there is that and there are also healers in the UK that are actually paid by the National Health Service mm. um, to to do energy healing in the hospitals which is it's amazing, amazing. so far yeah. 
ahead of what uh, is offered to us here. But um, your you and Roger uh, made this healing in America here in mm -hmm. Ojai. I want to tell a little story because that brings us into your aspect of NLP, mm -hmm. Neuro Linguistic Programming, which I, I want to say that I've I had an experience with somebody who did it before, not on me, but I, I watched her do this, and I felt very strongly that it was a form of manipulation. Mm -hmm. And so I sort of had a little kind of wariness about this mm -hmm. until the moment in Healing in America, in your program, where you offered something from your background of uh, NLP, and that was... You said, does anybody want to change a core belief that they have about themselves? Mm -hmm. And I, I all of a sudden felt there was an important moment mm -hmm. that I was going to witness. So I got up and I stood in the back of the room because I didn't want to miss anything with somebody being mm -hmm. in front of me. And this woman's hand went up and she's, she was probably my, uh, I'm 72 now, she was maybe about that age, mm -hmm. uh, very precise, very contained, and you asked her to come up, and you, you asked her what was what her core belief was, and she said, um, you know, I was brought up by a school teacher, mother, single, and not everything has its place, and everything in its place, and there, you know, and I, 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 I can't be spontaneous, I want to be spontaneous, mm -hmm. and you said, okay, and started this thing, which I want you to explain, and I witnessed within five or ten minutes a total change in her, mm -hmm. and then and with no manipulation at all, mm. and that just totally opened my heart. And I wanted you to explain what it was you were doing <laughs> and what's on offer to people who want to sign up for this. <laughs> well, um, gosh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, you know, I think people can change very easily. And, you know, just coming back to your statement about NLP and that, you know, I've seen a lot of that kind of manipulation or pushing that happens. Um, and I think it's a bit like, you know, we have... Um, these tools and they can be used for the good and and not and I love to combine it with spirituality mm. and actually you know part of my passion is helping people really return to who they truly are um, at a core level at a soul level um, and in fact on some of my workshops I do I have this model which is if you imagine circles um, so first of all if you have your palm of your hand and you draw a circle on the outside that is really the outer core of us so that's who we pretend we are um, those are beliefs that we've picked up limitations we've picked up who we think we have to be in order to be accepted into society in order to be, live our lives in a certain way but of course that isn't who we are and then we hit the next level right so if you draw a circle inside that that next level is who we fear we are right yeah. so we, we fear we fear we are interested so we have that that kind of we hit that point of oh my goodness I'm not good enough and that's really where we hit those core beliefs if people really knew this about me da 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 da, da right so we all have our own versions of that but that's really the subconscious mind that's the basis of the subconscious mind and of course at the core is who we truly are and that isn't just our minds it isn't just our physical bodies it's us as a whole and so for me uh, NLP um, combined with the healing because of course you know that was ingrained in me 
at such a young age. The two combined really, um, I think, are what causes magic to happen uh, mm. for people. Um, because you really get to change in a way that is completely congruent with who you are. Mm. So it isn't just like, let's change this little piece. It's let's touch into who you really are and then let's create change from that place. That's so wonderful. Could you share that one technique that you were speaking with us about with the eyes? Mm. So if some, and, and why, where you would use that? See, a lot of people, you, you hear people often say that the same stuff keeps just going on and on. Yeah. And that's because of the way we're programmed. So, you know, from about zero to about seven, we're on automatic programming. We, we just download everything. We don't have any filters. And what happens is that becomes the basis for the subconscious mind. So after that, it's just uh, we kind of confirm, or not kind of, we do confirm what's actually playing on the tape um, over and over again. So those become beliefs and those, those beliefs become core beliefs and we kind of just keep proving them over and over again that they're true. So, so the eye techniques, it's called eye integration therapy. It's fairly new. Um, this process is actually one that I developed um, in just working with my clients. So it works really well for things like trauma. It works really well for, for shifting beliefs because one of the things I find is that you know people come in and they want to make changes or they don't want where they currently are. But it's really hard when we do affirmations or something like that to create change because basically you've got this program running and you're trying to run a different program on top of it. So often it will cause like internal conflict. Um, and the eyes are the only part of the brain uncovered. So, you know, we naturally, when we're accessing different cortexes of the brain, we move our eyes to access that. So, for example, if we're visualising something, our eyes will move up. If we're feeling something, our eyes will be down. You know, we all know the people that are, you know, for example, depressed. You know, they've got that slumped body posture, their eyes are down. Um, and we also talk to ourselves. So depending on where we move our eyes will often indicate which part of the brain we're accessing oh, for that sense so it's really you know the eye clearing technique is really uh, a way of like loosening a post of loosening that old paradigm that old belief system that old way of being so rather than just trying to force something on top of it we kind of just take the take the energy out of it take the power out of it um, and then can, can grow something new so it's like clearing a garden you know clearing the weeds and then we can grow something new so how do you do it um so it's excellent for trauma it's excellent for injuries it's excellent for changing beliefs it's excellent for any really stuck emotional states that you just can't get out of mm. so often if people have like anxiety i'll use it ptsd ptsd very definitely um and there are other techniques that i use as well so this is a great starting point it's a great technique to begin to loosen things up so that you can create a new belief um, and it's very simple so basically how to do it you want to make sure that you're sitting or standing um, and if you're sitting in a chair make sure that you can push your head back because the idea is you want to keep your head still so that the movement just comes from your eyes um, so once your head's still and then you would go into whatever the core belief is. So it could be a core belief like, I'm not good enough. That's a pretty common one. Mm -hmm. um, or it could be that you've experienced some trauma. And so you would just go into that place of trauma or go into the memory of that experience, feel it, 
see it as much as you can. Um, and you can also rate it, so on a scale of one to 10, how deeply into it are you? And you want to get the feelings really as intensely as you can and as safely though. So I would say, you know, if it is serious PTSD, don't go into the worst trauma, but let's start working with minimizing some of the feelings around it first. Um, and then push your head back and move your eyes up to the right and down to the left and up to the right and down to the left and up to the right all the time. You keep moving your eyes, but all the time you're thinking about either the core belief or the experience. And you do that about seven times and then up to the left and down to the right. Up to the left, down to the right, up to the left, down to the right. Again, about seven times. Your mind will wander off, so just keep bringing it back to that experience, that belief, or that that moment. And then for horizontally, from right to left, about seven times. Again, right to left, right to left. Um, and then up to the ceiling and down to the ground. Up to the ceiling, down to the ground, up to the ceiling, down to the ground. So again, about seven times. Finish with your eyes up, that's important. Mm -hmm. And then you want to stand up and you want to shake your body. So almost like a dog shaking water off. You really shake your body. Now what that does, and it's really important part of the process, is it releases the trauma at a cellular level. Mm -hmm. So it allows your whole system to reset itself. Um, and you know, when we look at animals in nature, we see them doing that all the time. Yeah. Um, and so that shaking, and then you can repeat the process. So you would go back into it, assess how deeply now. So if it was nine or 10 before, maybe now it's an eight. And so you do it until it's really, you don't feel and always it very much. Focusing on the traumatic experience or the core belief yes. that you want to get rid of. Yes. Okay. Yes. And when you shake, you're going to take in a breath. You're going to bring yourself into the moment. So you really want to... Um, switch off from that um, and maybe just notice what you see around you in the room or smile to yourself or hum a little tune just something that breaks that breaks that place and then go back to it okay. that's wonderful no. thank you it's such a helpful technique so we're going to talk with Kim a little bit uh, more in, in, a, in, a, in a moment um, but you can always reach Kim we're going to put her on our site uh, you'll see her her website, her picture, and where to get in touch with her if you need her help or you want to have a training with our lovely Kim Vincent. We'll be back in a moment. You've been listening to Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com.